Howdy Towners, it's Neil. Episode 30 was recorded much earlier than its release. This was prior to the classification of the coronavirus as a pandemic outbreak. At the time, the NCAA tournament, along with, well, everything, had yet to be canceled. The event that I referenced near the end of the show is unfortunately postponed. We encourage our listeners to enjoy episode 30, stay safe and stay healthy. Life is good and we will all get through this together. Hope you guys got some TP. <laughs> Mal, how are you? <laughs> I'm not doing so good, man. How are you? Uh, I don't know. I just got this cough and runny uh, nose. I feel like the flu. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a fever. It's way more deadly, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. All right, we jest. We jest. Um, episode 30. This We got a good one. We got a friend of the show. SVT. How y'all doing? I'm glad to be back. Thanks for coming in. It's time to talk basketball. You know, basketball time. We were uh, we were just kind of gearing up last, last year. year. I was say we didn't really do much. No. So uh, we got that. We'll talk about the old uh, the Corona and Lyme virus mm-hmm. and uh, some sports. And some Perfect stuff. Let's hit the music. Spin it. I'm not saying I'm close, Mitch, but right. you know. <laughs> <You're quiet. laughs> we got to go over that. I'm going to predict that that's going to be a, a <laughs> smashing success. Yeah, it will go over well. Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and other stuff. And now your hosts, Mal and Neil. All right, howdy, towners. Welcome to episode 30. We're sitting here with Vanilla Godzilla himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to trademark that name here sooner and later. So. <laughs> you need to. Put it on a shirt. You absolutely <laughs> need to. Uh, yes, a shirt would be good. Coffee mugs, all that stuff, man. Everything. Push it out there. Sell it out of, the, <laughs> sell it out of your car outside of the Yum Center. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. The NCAA might shut that down. <laughs> no. They might. They might. All right. So, um, Let's uh, you want to just hit the numbers real quick because the numbers are kind of affected by the other stuff we're going to talk about, I think. Sure, yeah. Um, so, um, here, let's hear from the sponsor of the real estate market update, Chad Hennessy. Hello, I'm Chad Hennessy with InsureMax. If you're exploring options for your insurance coverage, let me and my staff help with taking the burden off your shoulders. We at InsureMax are a locally owned independent insurance agency providing options and flexibility. This allows us to design coverage for your auto, home, business, and life insurance specifically for your needs. Please contact me, Chad Hennessy, at 502-479-4085 or email me at chadh at insuremax.com. InsureMax looks forward to removing the stress of insurance shopping for you. All right, what do you see in Malachi? Well, we mentioned this 30 seconds ago before we start recording that there was a little an uptick. Is that what we're going to mm-hmm. call it? We'll call yeah. it an uptick. Okay, well, the, the basic numbers that we always spit out real quick uh, are week-to-week comparisons from 2019 to 2020. Uh, from February 23rd to the 29th of 2019, there were 343 listings. Same week of this year, 400. So That's positive. That's growth. A few more homes hit the market. And then that same week for close, we did 261 last year. This year, 322. So both huh. 
I don't know if there's any relation there. We both have little Probably. upticks. Considering last year was the record-setting year that everybody talks about. I mean, you know, I don't know if we're going to be ahead of things or, but this I'm interested to see. If we're going to tie it all together here. What the current week that we're in, maybe last week, how that all is going to compare to 2019, when apparently there weren't the flu didn't exist back then. You know, people weren't <laughs> people didn't get sick in 2019. So I um, guess so. We do know, we talked about this a minute ago, um, the interest rates are the one thing that I think are affecting the entire world. Yeah, and people are, are rushing to refi so fast that banks are maybe starting to ratchet back up a little. It's unbelievable. Uh, I was talking to somebody at a mortgage company the other day, and they're hiring because like they're just they're, so much of their business comes from refi that everybody's refinancing right now. I saw somebody on Facebook the other day said that they bought down, it was a lender, he said that somebody bought down to like uh, 2.8, 2.7 or something. Like he paid a little bit, but I mean, that's not, I think last Wednesday and Thursday, which I don't know what that date was, but uh, what the fourth or whatever, um, that a regular conventional was three, 2.9. Hours. I mean, you could pay some and get blown less than that. So, I mean, that's as close as you can really get to free money. I mean, that's, a little bit of the research I did today earlier was, I mean, we're at the, it's a 50 year low. I mean, yeah. since they've been been tracking it so um it's pretty it's pretty crazy world we're living in you know getting sick and getting good rates that's, that's what i was right. gonna say i don't know how one correlates to the other if there's a pandemic <laughs> let's give everybody free money to buy houses with i mean if it's a stimulus package or whatever, everybody's still spending their money the way i don't know well they're spending it all on toilet paper. toilet paper and water absolutely yeah. I, I went do you all know what that's what that's all about i anyway? think it's if you're quarantined then you are good because you have toilet paper. Is that what I think the thinking is? I was at Kroger a couple nights ago. I posted this on Facebook. The, it was literally empty of toilet paper. There were Fresh a couple. They said that it was all gone. Costco's out. And I had friends in Japan who I've been talking to recently and how everything's gone, going on over there. And uh, they were telling me when they go to Costco that you can only get one. Quantity, yeah. You only get one at a time. So, I mean, and. They they already wearing their mask over there yeah. when I was over there. So but so that's kind of a normal thing. But I haven't seen too many people wearing masks over here yet. Well, I did a video that I posted oh, as an man. ad uh, <laughs> with my lender. Did, yeah. you, did you see? I it? did see that. I had a uh, respirator on, and I take it off, and I say, "Quit freaking out. Wash your hands and refinance." Yeah, they're asking uh, everybody to stop buying the mask off of Amazon, like because like causing like a shortage in the healthcare industry because. Mm-hmm. What is it they were saying? You can't really do anything. Like if you were to wear it out right now, it's not going to keep you from getting it. But they said if you have it, it'll keep you from spreading. And you put the mask on, it's going to prevent you from spreading it to other people. But the way I understand it, you don't know you have it until you've been to a couple of airports. And then when you get home, that's when they're <laughs> like that the most recent case. You see that guy? He's made three trips to our airport. Oh, and um, raise your hand if you've been to the Louisville airport last week. Oh, God. Me. Great. Three weeks ago ish oh, for me. Okay, you all both. Have yeah, it. we're in a small I, I room for you. I, here. I went you're to screwed. the DMV, both of them, so I definitely have it. We're all we're all screwed. So, uh, no. well, their basketball, their the Ivy League just canceled. Their, Ivy League, um, yeah. I, well, I sent you guys this fake yeah. news story. Evidently, it said that they yeah. were canceling the postseason of the NCAA. I was like, what? Sent it. I'm like, is this real? Then I started researching. Remember, guys, research first. I forgot my own rule. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Ivy League has canceled their conference tournament, though. Well, the thing was, one of the coaches came out and criticized it because he said, you're going to prevent us from having ours. 
But those two champions get to go somewhere and play in another arena for people, whatever. And the real test they were seeing on the radio earlier was Dayton. Uh, they just canceled all their classes, made them online for the next three weeks. But yet they're hosting like the first round of a tournament. So they're like, you're going to tell the students to go home and leave. But we're going to go ahead and have the tournament for this place. Well, the students people. have already paid. <laughs> I mean, I just don't. And what I could see, though, what they could do is just family and friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, very short pe- uh, amount of crowds going to be yeah. be there, which Ber- would be Berea kinda... shut it down for the semester. Did yeah. you see that? They're all kind of like, if it's right around spring break, they're just taking that bonus week or something, I guess. They're saying just go ahead and shut it down. What I think is weird is they were talking about it on the way in, uh, like I said, on the radio. The fans are a part of the game. Like, yeah, can you I agree. watching Hit athletes playing an empty gym, just basketball sneakers and people yelling. At each no. other. Like, what? What if you can hear everything that's said on the court? That's what they were saying too. We don't. You don't want to hear the stuff that's being yelled yeah. back and forth. Out exactly. The, and the trash talk. That you have that little point. delay there. Yeah. <laughs> I think people would like that when coach was coaching Coach P back in the day. They, <laughs> oh that would have got a kick out God. of it. Yeah. No. Uh, an empty. <laughs> I think it would mess. With the players, like you get out on the court and it's just like playing in a high school gym yeah. and nobody's in yeah, there. Yeah, it's just, I mean, People for me, off of yeah, it. for me, I, I yeah. mean, I was, I was actually following my uh, high school team, Lawrence North. Um, they're actually number one state nice. in Indiana on the way to win championship right now. And I was looking at their student section and it reminded me back when I played. And um, I would, I was, couldn't imagine, you know, not having that type of crowd in the, there turning this on. It'd be weird trying to come back from a deficit and you're just like, you know, you've got that surge when you have the exactly well let's tie it all back to the our championship game imagine luke hits all all those threes in a row and there's nobody there to lose their mind like it's just swish <laughs> swish right and, you know who do you turn around look for the state you know <laughs> yeah you know i was jumping in there in my living room but you can't you know, make people your... there were going bonkers yeah. jumping off stuff if it's dead silent i don't think it has the your same th- effect your three goggles aren't as no. effective yeah those dunks i don't think they carry I mean, that... as well like LeBron said, I mean, that's why we play the games for the fans and for our family and all that. And I couldn't imagine not having anyone in the stands. It just would not be the same. Yeah. I like to see it just once, man, just to see it. Yeah. Well, they're doing it in soccer now. I don't know if you've seen that. So yeah, overseas, they have completely, I mean, I saw they were playing the international anthem. There's no one in the crowd. And um, that'd be a really weird, but. To me, I don't think soccer stadiums are normally full. But I don't know. I don't watch them. I think in Europe they are. Hell yeah, they soccer are. Soccer is huge uh, over there. Now over here, it's a big yeah, story. Yeah, that's what I'm meaning. For sure. They're working on it. We're, we're working I'm on it. I'm excited for ours. I, I mean, ours looks happens. awesome. I can't wait. It does look awesome. Yeah. We're uh, about to, to open it up, I believe. Or that, if we didn't have a preseason game there already, I'm not sure. And they just bought up some land across the street from supposedly for a practice facility. Nice. Yeah, that was in the news the other day. Um, well, I think they have like their first four games on the road, just in case there was a weather oh, pushbacks okay. or whatever. Because everybody that said was complaining because they start out either four or five going. They said that was due to construction, just in case. But they're, apparently they're ahead, you know on schedule. Yeah, from so, from what I've heard, they're pretty. Like, yeah, they're on. they're ready to go, or they're going to do a preseason game before there's a real game. They were playing before the Louisville Virginia game the other day, and I was already popped in front of the couch. I watched them on TV for a little bit. Nice. How long? I feel like the, they play year round. They go down no. like three weeks or so a month. No, they start around now and they end in like October, November. I mean, it's long season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they're just talking about it all the time. Oh, but, um, before we leave coronavirus mm-hmm. behind, can we talk about science for a sec? Sure, I'll have science. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> everyone's buying up the hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. That's a antibacterial agent. They're killing all 
Well, no, but, but the, the coronavirus is a virus, mm-hmm. and that's different from bacteria. So it's ineffective? I mean, it, it might help for something, but not, <laughs> yeah. not the corona. Not yeah. the, I wouldn't think so. Um, uh, I think Carissa said that what does kill it was listed on there, uh, Lysol. I think she said before this even broke out, whatever the hell we're talking about, it's actually listed on the side yeah, of Lysol, okay. corona. But there's also another, there's two different kinds of corona, apparently, like A and B or whatever. And the A is like, it's a common flu. The B is whatever everybody's freaking out over. Well, my, my advice is to live your life. It's yellow. It's not all about <laughs> yeah, yellow. for real. The only thing I wouldn't do is take it to the cruise. I just, yeah, I don't want to be stuck just, on I, a cruise probably, ship. No, I probably wouldn't do that either. I'm just not taking it. You guys looked at flights lately? Um, my wife just sent me a text here about 20 minutes ago for Hawaii. It was like 300 bucks oh. round trip. So people are bailing on that too. So, When's it going to end? That's what Chris was like. Warm, warm weather usually kind of does away with the regular. You know, all yeah, the right. sickness is kind of, is this hopefully the warm weather going to kill? Well, it's starting to get warmer here. So, oh, it so uh, well, then I had um, a post on a little realtor group I'm in. Somebody said, okay, I had a buyer just say, I love the house. But I've got to wait till this coronavirus craziness passes by. What? This buyers have been in such a lousy position for so long. It's like you get maybe a touch of leverage, and you're going to wait. Yeah. Like what? You want to wait for the prices to go back up? Yeah, that makes no sense. I mean, really you're going to wait for more uh, competition, and then yeah. you're going to have to really figure out which home you're going to have to go for. Then it's silly. Yeah. I I think our, you know, if if something happens and it turns into some widespread pandemic all right let's freak out but why are we freaking out now yeah did y'all see dr drew that video a little two minute clip of him mm-hmm. yeah um him and corolla yeah back in the day what was that called late night or it was uh it, it was something late night. love line love line <laughs> i just came that's back. probably before your time. Maybe a little bit before I used my to time. listen to that I used to all the time. It's so gross. And every every answer was, how's your relationship with your dad? Oh, my God. That show. <laughs> it was some gross stuff. But anyways, yeah, he, he was on a, a, he's a real doctor. He was on a show the other day. And so he, he said, this is all being driven by the media or whatever. He, he named some guy that's like not head of the CDC, but another department. He said he's over top of the virus department, I think, whatever he said. He said, when he says it's time to be worried, he's like, that's when I'll listen. Like, right now, he's like, CNN, he starts, but he's like, they're not going to tell me when it's time for me to be worried. He's like, I'll listen to actual scientists, who, doctors that deal with this, not somebody that's writing a blog about like, yeah. you know, So he, he thinks it's all clickbait and all that stuff. But anyways. Yeah, somebody looking for clicks. WDRB had a, a um, headline maybe uh, Monday, which would have been the ninth, that was like, JCPS to remain open despite oh, yeah. confront yeah. i gotta read that you can you can, <laughs> you can write that every day of the year for sure yeah. <laughs> like it was so irresponsible i think all right yeah well we can put that in our history pen we talked about coronavirus that's right because i guess you know 20 years from now hopefully if you all survive this we're, they're going to document it that what was going we on will. back then the pandemic and do wash your hands yeah though. Like sure. that's I the mean, thing that all anyway. the time. That's, that's I think I think people actually will start washing hands oh, regularly. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Something good's gonna come out of this. I might adopt the elbow bump. Yeah, yeah. world leaders are doing it now. Nice. They're not shaking hands. They're they're bumping elbows now. The guy I play golf with, he he joined up with us the other day. He was just like, "All right, man, it was fun." I'm like, "All right, we here." 
forearm bump. My my favorite post that I saw recently, social media wise, was "Good job everybody washing their hands." Next week we're going to talk about ass and pits. Yeah, washing <laughs> ass, normal, decent hygiene practices. Brush your teeth. We can avoid these type of catastrophic events. <laughs> but anyways, all right. Well, um, I I jumped in. I, I said I want to talk about the XFL. Have, have you all even? I've watched a little. I've had, I mean, I've, yeah, I've watched just highlights. I've never watched full games. Maybe I watched the game. I, I do enjoy the linemen, you know, ripping a beer off the top and then <laughs> chugging it. Was it Boozer? Was his last know. name? Yeah. They uh, they said that their numbers are done for pretty much. Really? Oh, yeah. it's gone. It's hit. Well, was it because of the virus? Ah, shit. I mean, well, well, they probably with couldn't fans? survive something like that. You're right. right. Except NFL could survive people not showing up. XFL can't handle that. You're probably right. I, don't know. I mean, I I mean, it was big for two weeks, and I haven't heard really much of it. Yeah, they said you know the, the, the first week numbers, uh, they they dropped one point for the second week, and they dropped to the third. Now they're dropping by halves, like mm. half the viewership's got, and the half the viewership like it's. They said no, and I'll I'm I'm dead on part of that number. I think I watched for like two, maybe three weeks. Who was your team? Whoever was on, I don't uh, remember the rattlesnakes which... or, <laughs> or the hurricane, the coyotes, yeah, the, the raptors. I don't know. They whatever, had all kinds of whatever team it was that I was digging, I can't remember which one it was. Now, was there was the quarterback who was balling out was on the Colts roster for a long time, so that made me uh, kind of root for him. And then he was putting on a show. I uh, felt like I was watching any given Sunday with the, with the, the names of the teams. Yeah. The, the logos and all that. Like, it all was kind of so cheesy. But then they were interviewing guys after they pick off the football and they're, they're over, can't hardly really breathe. And they're sticking a microphone and they're like, what do you think about that? And then, like, they can't, like, it was, and then the halftime, they're all watching that stuff. They take the cameras in there at halftime, trying to get these coaches' speeches and oh, stuff. Man. Right? I like that, bro. I mean, they, they were trying to provide a different aspect that you don't get to see. Yeah. It, was, it just seemed awkward. Like, the guys, for one, I don't think they like being interviewed because, like, they just want to. Play football, score a touchdown. You know, yeah. And as soon as you get like, how'd you do that? I don't know. I broke on the pass and I scored. Like it's <laughs> that's what I'm trained to do. That's what I do. And uh, trying to get interviews from all of them, it it was it was okay. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. You know, go down, go dunk on someone, <laughs> yeah. foul. It's a timeout going on, and then try and Coach P's gonna yell at me to get yeah. over here in the huddle, and then we're doing an interview. What was that dunk like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, uh, I don't know. It went up over the dude. Yeah, and got the rebound. It over his head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was the only awkward part. Or that, no, the only awkward part. But they, do you see how they do kickoffs? Like the dead stop. Like they're not yeah. Like, yeah. Know, mm-hmm. After the guy catches it. And yeah. It's led to like 97% return rate, which they said that's kind of neat because in the NFL now, since they moved it up, yes. I don't even know what the return rate is. It's 25. It's low. A little lower than that. Oh, I mean, yeah. usually it's just a uh, touchback. Every, almost every yeah. time. Um, but they that's what they were trying to do because the guys were getting lit up. Yeah. That, I know that, that that's exactly what they were trying to do. But, you know, XFL, they want those hits. They, yeah. They're okay with that stuff. So yeah. it's definitely a different way of looking at the game. It gives a little old school feel. But The original XFL, do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't really watch it. I know Vince McMahon it. was part owner. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Trump was part. Trump was part of the one back in the 70s. He's always like bought into anything that gets his name in the picture. Right. He throw money all the time. I think he was part of the uh, the original XFL. Is it, I don't even know if they have the cheerleaders. Do you remember the cheerleaders from the original XFL? That was like the big 
part. Yeah, they definitely. That was a big part of the show. Okay, nice. Uh, <laughs> well, um, somebody, I was listening to a podcast, and this is not my idea, but it, I just thought it was such a great idea. Have regional teams. So, like, the team around here would have guys from old U of L players, old oh, U of K okay. players, old Western players, <laughs> you know, and have a regional team so that, that if you're like, oh, I followed that dude back when he was on U of L. Yeah. Oh, it's not in the NFL, but I, yeah, I'll check that out. I think that's a really cool idea. Well, that's what I told Chris. I was like, we're, our market is so small, we can't even get an ex NFL team. Right. Good lord, like we just get some. It's like AAA. You know, we please get something. That's a pretty cool idea. We used to have the uh, Louisville had like a double or triple A football team years ago. We had an arena league. Is that what it was? Arena, actually, arena football is coming to Freedom Hall. Really? I don't know if you guys saw that. Well, Louisville I, Fire. I'm that's not sure. I just I just I saw it briefly. Yeah. Just like I went to a River Frogs game. I went Anybody to remember the River Frogs? Oh, yeah. That was hockey, Louisville hockey. I went to one of their games as well. I'm like, oh, there's another period after the second one? Yeah. There's three? Well, yeah. What's this? No. Uh, <laughs> I wish I still had like, some of their gear. I do too. Probably worth a couple bucks. Maybe. Probably is. We need to print some up. Sell oh. them out of the back of our car outside oh, the game. Yeah. Maybe outside of Broadbent. <laughs> Talking everything. All right. Well, let's jump into the main reason he's here. Uh, that I'm here. Other than being I'm, a friend of the show. Yeah, of course. Friend of the show. Yeah. Fellow agent. Right. right. With Simon and Realtors. Nice. Um, but also Cardinal alum. And um, there's a lot to talk about about this team, I think, right now. So let's talk basketball. For sure. I'm excited. I mean, it's March. You know, I'm excited for basketball in general. Yep. But also I'm excited to see where this team and where they're where they're gonna go. Cause you know, we were talking about earlier, we can we can do it all or we can just yeah. lose in the first that's, round. That's and the thing that's frustrating. I think now that I'm a fan, I'm more of a fan than just a player now too, because I don't I don't granted I have access to talk to the coaches and all that, but I I kind of ste- stepped away and I just kind of watched and I'm more, I like to be the fan aspect of it right now. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So. Yep. Um, what I think is cool about this time of year, like last night I was watching, um, actually I can't remember the team's names because I watch them because I'm trying to see, trying to pick up a little, a little nugget going into the, the tournament time, picking up like, well, they got that, those two guards that might get them somewhere. Cause I think this year, mobile aside, this tournament is going to be just, I don't know who's the best team. In the I think Kansas is probably the best team in the country, um, but it's not like they're 20 leagues above everybody. Right. I think they can get beat by anybody. I think this whole tournament, it's going to be hard to pick your final four, your championship. I mean, I know you'll be, I'll be a homer. I'll have at least one bracket that has level one in it all you have to. But other than that, I think it's going to be wide open. Somebody had, I think Joel Lenardi has like 10 big teams getting in, nine or 10. And it, all the talk, I don't know if y'all heard, they talk about how strong the Big Ten is this year because they've all been beating up on each other or whatever. But I watch them. I don't really see them being that big dominant conference, which the ACC's down. Yeah. It is. It just, yeah. it's, we don't really have the players or the teams in general. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how many teams we're going to put in. Maybe, what was it, a couple years ago, we had like eight or nine, like right. half the field. But uh, this year, four or five. Yeah. I think um, he has – is it Clemson, the first four out? One, one of those bottom-tier teams he has maybe sneaking in or barely making it. But um, like I said, I don't know who we're going to pick. I can't wait to see. I think seedings, of course, 
a lot of people talk about the, the track you get plays a gigantic factor. Coach Cal's notorious for bitching about who's in his <laughs> right. region down there. Doesn't matter who's in there, but if there's a, if there's two or three tough teams in there, he got he got screwed. But uh, <laughs> so and we I feel like we always we never get a, just a, a cakewalk to the Elite Eight or Final Four. But uh, anyways, I uh, I think that's going to be the big story this year is going to be who's going to I guess get hot. Yeah, and these teams can get, like, catch fire. Like the cards, the cards yeah. were number one yeah. at one time, legitimately so. We look like the best team in the country, and now. I don't know. We could lose any game. Jekyll and or not. Yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying. They might catch fire. We might win the ACC tournament and then win the next six games whatever, and just win the whole thing out. Well, like we in won. 2012, I mean, no one you got no one thought we were going to make it to the Final Four or any of that. Nope. And we, we just – it just happens. You kind of just buy, uh, get in, you buy, buy in together, and you just go. I mean, really what it comes down to is being able to watch film and read um, what the defenses are going to do and really just being able to know – and study and that's one thing i thought we did that year when our team was really good at studying film and being ready the next day because you know you don't have the whole week to prepare or five days or whatever it right. is the two things i think that control the ncaa tournament obviously everybody talks about guard play your guards that's why these midwestern teams come in and go to the sweet 16 because you didn't know they had two senior guards that were really good and they control you know they control the pace and that leads into i think the second thing is style of play like that is always who can force the other team to play their style of play. Virginia is a perfect example of that. I do not want to play them in the ACC tournament because they're gonna, our finals are gonna be forty two to thirty eight. Yeah, like slow it down, you know. But that I think that's the, the whole it, yeah. The NCAA tournament is as a whole. Big Ten teams playing against ACC teams that want to get down the floor. They want to bring the ball across the half court and sit and wait for ten seconds and run their offense. So who can ever impose their will on the other team? I think they they're the ones that like other than guard play. Guard plays they talk about that twenty four seven, which that kind of because our guard plays not great. It's not the best. We definitely don't have great big senior guards. What? Like, oh. you all had, yeah, you yeah. Killer guard play. That's what let us pick the national championship. But um, what you think we have the guard play? Well, I mean, I don't think we're terrible. I do think David Johnson and um. Wow. Freshman. Fresh, yes. I mean, I do think they're very solid. And, uh, I mean, they have – I don't know. If, they've never been to the NCAA tournament. That's what I'm saying. So, right. um, you know, but I do think since throughout the season they've grown and they can step up on those big mm -hmm. stages. I'm not saying that um, they're comparable to Peyton or Russ, but they can easily potentially, you know, with this year, I think – I don't like we were talking about. I don't think there's a dominant team that's light years away. And uh, I think if we play within our system and make people um, have to run and – Play with us. I think we can do it. If that team that you were talking about that from the beginning shows up, they mm -hmm. they can blow anybody out of a gym. Absolutely. That's when you got Ryan. Six guys are hitting threes. Yeah. Everybody. Stephen Enoch's definitely not hitting threes. Malik. When that team oh, rolling, that, that game was awesome. It was like eight dudes yeah, that hit a three. They all the hit. First everybody half. was hitting. Yeah. Three. So if that team shows up, there's no way they can play with them. But then if the team that shows up against Georgia Tech and Clemson. Mm -hmm. And we don't, you know, I don't think Ryan hit a three-one game. He hit seven in the game prior. Yeah, set four then, seven. Yeah, seven for seven, and then didn't make one in the next game. It's like if that team shows up. And it was weird. He was so off that game. He, I mean, he has an air ball. They start chanting yeah. against him, and and like he couldn't get his mojo back. He's like pulling up and shooting. You're like, you make that a hundred percent of the time. Other games, it yeah. was just weird. And I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to sound like an old man here, but. 
I'm I'm on the defensive side of the thing. So mm-hmm. if we're not playing the defense, um, I can't recall exactly what game it was, but if we played that type of defense, we should be able to win games with the type of offense we have every night. We do have the firepower to stay in the games, but I think defensively is where we've been lacking. And uh, rebounding, I mean, our if I was playing in my – I hate to say this to about the big man from UofL, I, I don't think the leading rebounder will be a 6'5 guard. Kudos to Dwayne Sutton because he works his butt off every game. And um, Granted, he is playing 10 more minutes than the two big men, but um, I would take that a little personally and I'd go after the board a little bit more. That speaks to what we were talking about before we came on, though, is that just the attitude. Like You don't, you don't know who's, if they're going to show up ready to dig in and kick everybody's ass or if they're going to show up lackadaisical and get right. And I wouldn't say that if they couldn't do it because I know they can. They have it. Um, exactly. It's just it, – I'd have a way different feeling about them if it was like, ah, they suck. But no, they don't. Who the hell sucks? Were you yes. watching me like, this team yes. is killer. So, so we have a lot of good pieces and I do think it could all, it could still all come together. I just wish it was more, um, I guess more together at all times. Where we knew what to expect. Yeah. We knew right now, like, oh, we got this. No, yeah. uh, consistency. Consistency. Sure. Um, and I guess I kind of might look at the, the Virginia game. Maybe that was a good test because we should have won that game and, they're playing. They're the hottest team in the country. Don't going into this was weekend. that their eighth in a row? That was their last loss was to us here at oh. home. Yeah, yeah. They, so they've won. Yeah, eight they, in a row. They ran off every every game since then. They were the hottest team in the country, fastest climbing. They ended up being number two in the ACC. You know what they hang their hat on too? Defense. defense. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm sorry to say it, it sounds like a broken record, but it does come down to that at the end of the day, in my opinion. But that test, even though we, I mean, we guess technically we failed it, but. The, they played good for a majority of that game. I thought it was a good test, and we might end up, I would hope not. I think they're going to play the winner of the Boston College-Notre Dame game. I would much rather play either one of those two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be scared to play them again. I mean, granted, this we had a lot going against us. Going into, we played at their house. It was senior night for them. Um, they're coming on seven. I mean, they've been hottest in seven in a row. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Malik. You know, it's they had a lot going against us, and we were in the game. Pretty much the whole game. Um, I per- absolutely was. I was actually in the car with the last four minutes. So I was just falling on my phone. But um, you know, we could have won that game easily. And I mean, I think our guys. I'd hope so. My mentality would be, I'd want to get those guys back because we should have had that one. Oh, I guarantee it. So no, I'm not. I mean, our guys. It's the time of year. You've played everyone in the league. You got to be ready. And you know how they're going to play. So um, I still think we are potentially the best team in the ACC and in the country. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Mm-hmm. What where, what happened to Michigan State? Are they anything right now? Because you talk about guard play. They've got Cassius. Yeah, Cassius Winston. I think they're 7th or 8th right now. Okay, because they, they, no, they've been playing solid. Uh, I haven't heard about it. I've got a good friend who lives in East Lansing, and we uh, text back and forth a lot because mm-hmm. our paths cross a lot Yeah, because he's a big state fan. And uh, we haven't we haven't been texting here lately, so I'm like, so I haven't been watching for Michigan State, and it just real like you talked about guard play. I'm like, that kid is awesome, and I think he was their only senior too. I saw him kissing the logo and stuff. He's by himself. Okay, so I'm assuming he's the only guy out there yeah. graduating. Which we had what we're taking. I don't we're, know. I don't really know about our, our incoming class, but I know we're losing a little bit. Yeah, we're we losing are. quite a bit of our scoring, quite a few of our big guys. So, True, um, but I'm. 
you know, I'm excited for the the next guys to come in. I do think Sam, as a freshman, had a solid year, and mm-hmm. he can step in and be that type of scorer that we need. I mean, his length and size and the way he moves, he's already shown um, he can do a lot of things. And obviously, we've talked about David. Johnson. You've seen what he's Makes done. So it would be big for his confidence to be able to say, hey, this is my team, and him being the point guard and be able to do certain things. And if, what's his name that we were talking about? Oh, Igehan? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce uh, it? If he uh, ends up doing anything. No, well, I'm excited for him. He he came in a little raw. I know he's been uh, – I know he's a hard worker, and he, he – um, I, I don't know if he's been hurt lately or exactly why he hasn't been playing, but – um, I'm I'm anxious for him, and just like anyone else, because he is that big big He's guy inside that we need. What's his nickname that you were talking about? Something the Irish Hulk. Hulk. That's yeah. Um, Hulk. He was something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, Trez wasn't on the floor all the time when he was young either, and you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember Trez in practice. Um, he was just like he was when he played. I mean, when he start, Trez didn't really actually take off his freshman year until we got to the tournament time. Right. So maybe. Maybe we were just waiting for someone else to take off, but um, yeah. come on, boys! But Trez, yeah. Trez, really—I remember in the Big East when we were playing in Syracuse. That was a really—that was his I remember game. That game. That was his game that he really stepped out, stepped out, and became Montrez Harrell. Always oh, side note: Did y'all see Terry drop forty the other night? No, I didn't. Well, nice. he's playing with no one on his team, so hopefully yeah. he's got to do. Yeah, he drop forty. He left and got a big check, and I, <laughs> I wish he was still with Boston. I'm just being biased, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, so general consensus on basketball is who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, you know there was so, <laughs> there was a, a year or two ago where the the winning bracket was just the chalk bracket. It right. Was like the eight, the eight beat the nine. Yeah. And and on down the road and the whole tournament practically, yeah. and that's rare. That never yeah. happens. Usually, you have you know the Duke getting beat by a sixteen seed, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Ha- you know, have to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have to that for sure. Well, I told Chris, whoever's gonna win the bracket this year isn't gonna know anything about basketball. You're gonna be like, I like this team. I like this. Right. Team. Yeah. That's just gonna be Ooh, weird. this team's green. I'm I'm picking yeah, them. I've heard of them before. They win. Like, you know, so that that's who's gonna win the bracket because. The person that goes through and thinks they know everything about all these teams this year, there's just been way too many. Everybody's got beat by yeah. some random team that. Yep. No, so I think it makes it a little more exciting. Oh, it's a little it. more. No, it, um, it makes it fun for sure. I think it's going to show coaches and their styles and how it really matches up against the whole nation. So I'm excited to see how we stack up. Do you all get into the uh, our conference? No, I always want. I always want the ACC to do better. I want the, I want the lead eight to be. Yeah, seven or eight ACC teams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm always seven or eight. Whatever gets in there of our conference, I want them all in the as far as we can go till we start knocking each other out. Uh, I think any fans like that. I mean, I know a lot. I know the SEC. I mean, I get a lot of. They're like, oh look, we have more teams in it than you. I I get that. Or the Big Ten. I grew up a big IU fan, and um, I can hear. I hear that all the time. We have more teams in it than you guys, so our conference is better. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you though. That's why I am. Only time I'm not like that, like the. The, the football championship game this year. Mm-hmm. I wasn't pulling for Clemson. There's uh, no way to pull for Clemson. No. I, I was pulling they, for LSU. They've become the empire, you know? Yeah, especially in our pond. Exactly. For sure. That's what Chris said. Well, they're from. I'm like, yeah, so every kid that is even considering, like, I want to play in the ACC. Well, I'm definitely going to go play for them because they're good. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want every recruit to go play for Clemson. So, like, right. Uh, but yeah. when it comes to stuff like this, I definitely I like the, because supposedly the Big Ten is the, 
the powerhouse this year. What do you think if, if Aaron and I'm getting the, in the tournament and seven of them lose the first weekend, they all right. get bounced and there's two guys left? Like, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I, I've watched, I have probably watched, I don't know if I watched the most basketball this year, but I have watched eight times. Like, I like watching. Me and Chris won't know half the teams I'm watching. Sometimes I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's on. It's better than watching reruns. I'm going to watch these two random teams play, uh, especially like I said in the last week that all these like Horizon leagues, they're all going to be in the tournament. So yep. you might as well watch at least one game to see who the, the right. best is. You're like, the best oh, they got this guy. Like, uh, yeah. You know, when Murray beat uh, the Bill in, uh, yeah. in the opening round, like. This kid's been playing forever. You had no idea. Been, yeah. And all of a sudden he shows up and like, you're like, Who's this, oh, this guy's freaking badass. That's what y'all watched Gonzaga last night on. No. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, St. Uh, Mary's. Yeah. Um, Dick Vitale was losing it over um, that their, their center, Gonzaga's center. That big I can't bearded. pronounce his name. Probably. Yeah, but he was, he was uh, freaking out over him. And he's like, this is why they're so like, maybe, maybe they are legit. I, I don't watch a lot of those guys out there. Right. No, I mean, I think Gonzaga's legit. They just don't get the media coverage because being on the they West Coast. They tip off at right. 940. Right, that's true. We're all in, like, uh, That's I'm, my bedtime. Man. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we're usually laying down. They think the Laurel game's going to tip off around 940 or 10 o'clock. By the time oh, it gets pushed on, back, man. it says like 910 or whatever. They say on the radio, by the time it actually pushes back, so you're looking at almost a 10 o'clock tip. I'll, I'll tell you what, as a player, I hated the later the tip was. Really? Just because... It was, I mean, just not the normal time. I mean, the normal time is about seven. Seven, yeah. So, every, I mean, that's how your body's used to doing it. And, you know, it's tipping off at nine. It's it's just different. And it's a different feel in the arena, especially when you're on the West Coast and it, there's no one there really that's yeah. from your school or any of that. So, I remember when we lost to Kenneth Fareed in Murray mm-hmm. State. What's he doing? Uh, he's still in the, I think he's still in the NBA. He was been in and out, but he, he was a heck of a player. And, you were on that team? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was at it work. was crazy. I was at Cisco work and watching it. I'm like, who? Somebody get a freaking <laughs> rebound. This guy is killing us. And wow. well, he led the country in rebounds. I know. So, yeah. um, and then he's he a monster. Straight to like number five pick or something. Yeah. Like, that game was. <laughs> no, he was on everyone's <laughs> radar. He was a monster. Um, he just, I mean, if you just, as, like you said, if you're not watching college basketball, you, you probably wouldn't know who he was until the tournament time. Right. And but that's there's why. There's guys out there now. I'm exactly. Sure. That's right. why the tournament. The tournament's awesome that because that's when for if you're at a lower school that's your chance to shine and you know us our, our bigger schools like we get we get all the media coverage that we want and that's one reason why we come to the bigger schools yeah but um i'm excited to see who what i mean because i do think there is going to be some cinderella team because it, oh, yeah. it's going to be I, i'm not sure i haven't watched as much probably basketball as you this year um work related i've been busy i'm going to blame it on that at least <laughs> but um it's been it's gonna be fun because this is this is when you don't you don't know who's gonna win this year. So that's gonna be the, this. Is, I think this is gonna be one of the better tournaments that we've seen in a while. And I think we can apply that to the ACC tournament. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hope we we win this thing. But like you said, Virginia is the highest team in the country. Supposedly, Florida State won the shared it with, won won the national the regular season championship, and then you got Duke. We do might catch fire and walk through the whole thing. I mean, right. North Carolina scares the crap out of me. So uh, we don't even know who's going to win our own conference. And then you got to think about the big dance. But um, I know, uh, I don't know. Like well, well, here, that, here's a good thing for the, the Louisville local club because as the tournament is gearing up on a week from, uh, week from Wednesday, this is Wednesday the 18th of March, 
at 6.30, I am hosting the kickoff of the Louisville Local Club. And there are playing games that night. And I scheduled this or to that. coincide with nice. or not coincide with big games that everybody's going to be sitting in front of. I got you. And what it is, I'm on my phone all day long. If I'm not on my phone, I'm on the computer. That's my life. And I've made a conscious effort in the past, I don't know, year or two of like, hey, face-to-face, real non-digital relationships are very important. And I've read research and stuff about how there's huge benefits to being this connected. There's huge drawbacks too. So my idea is let's have a club where we go out and we eat some food and talk to people. So Agave and Rye, which is at Baxter and Lexington, there's parking in the back. It's a new restaurant, um, 6.30 on that Wednesday. And I, for, to start it out, I'm buying everyone's meal for the first 25 RSVPs. Nice. Yeah. That's and there's you, no, this is not. Can, a, I, can I get double? Food? Yeah, no, yes. I I'm <laughs> no, this is not a sales pitch thing. I'm not selling a timeshare. This is not a thing where, um, you know, you've got to endure some kind of, pitch or anything this is it's legit it's louisvillelocalclub.org to look it up i don't think that's your big concern what you're up against i think it's more of the uh putting down the phones is the biggest thing you're up against people freak we talked about that on our last show like yeah we did turn up they said on the radio that or on the news two nights ago that i think they're trying to get like a national not an unplugged day but a national day where like you don't get on social media all day long they were talking about news can you do that they're like Maybe like <laughs> one whole day without Dang. touching anything. That's how far we've came. We're like, I don't, I don't know if I can do that or not. Yeah. But we talked about that. Like said on last show, we're we're used to talking to another human being. Yeah, face that's to face. our job. A lot of people, they're not in, anymore. This is like ninety-five percent yeah. of their interaction with human beings, which yeah. is a crazy thought. But well, unfortunately, my you, I don't. You guys aren't millennials, are you? I am not. I'm at the. You might be. I'm at the very end of the millennial. Well, well, you don't count then. But, or, but I, and I don't feel like I count because I don't, I absolutely hate, I'm not a big social media fan. I'm terrible at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife is probably going to punch me in the face for saying all this, (laughs) but she's, she's the social media guru. So if I ever need something, I ask her. But, um, I, I love, I can't stand being when I'm at dinner, when people are on their phone, like that's a pet peeve of mine. And, and I get, I'll be I'll be a little bit of a jerk and call them out, but I don't yeah. care because at the end of the day they're going to get off their phone and yeah. finally Good talk to me. Seeing you again, man. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you look up for me? Right. Well, I go so every day. My break from work is to go the school that my youngest goes to is right behind my house, and I go pick them up. And there's lots of parents that do that, so I take some time and I talk to people. And if sometimes I do have some, maybe we're up against a deadline. Yeah, I'll answer a call. Otherwise, you can't you can't text me or call me during that time because it is there's etiquette, you know. Like let's let's keep some of the etiquette where when you're talking to somebody, you're not like mm-hmm, 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 and you're looking at your phone. That's time. probably the worst thing about our industry, though, knowing that you do have to you are have to be you do have to be attached to your phones because of yep. contracts and deadlines, yep. and things of that nature. Yeah, and so like when I got in the business and I'm at dinner, I'm like. Sorry, babe. I gotta, I gotta read this email. I gotta respond to this. I gotta call my client. Like, well, luckily, it's not fun having to do that. So. No, but luckily, my wife's her work makes her causes her to have to or 
really should take a call occasionally when mm-hmm. it's a weird time. So w- both of us get it, you know, like because I'd be like, oh, this one I got to take. But you, a lot of times, you know, I just I let it roll to voicemail, which I have visual voicemail. Nobody might leave voicemails. Out. I think it's sort of rude doing voicemail these days. I think so. Just text me. Yeah, exactly. They said if you leave a voicemail, it's like inappropriate. Yeah, now, now I have to delete your voicemail. Yeah, now I have to. Well, I have it. I have it so it transcribes it because I don't want to listen to your voice. Well, the worst thing is too when someone calls and you can't answer, but you you know how you can leave that text when mm-hmm. they're calling. Like I'll call you right back, or I'll I'll cuss them and say, "Hey, I'll give me ten minutes. I'll call you right back." They still leave a voicemail, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, guys, and they they tell me exactly what, the, and then I yes. have to hear it again. It's like it's just, it's funny. So technology yeah <laughs> yeah so so let's take a night of hanging out louisville local club i'm gonna have um, a couple door prizes because it's something i'm i'm kind of launching it's my pet project right now um so that's why i'm throwing a little money at it to get people out and let's go let's meet people in our community local people and eat some elevated tacos agave and rye is supposed to be pretty good. i heard it's really good i, I actually i got I was on my way to go, and then my plans changed last minute. So, but I heard nothing but good uh, good things about it. I've had a couple of buddies go, and I have too. Um, they they've been super cool with like planning it and setting it up with nice. me. Um, you know, I, the general manager and I would talk, but then the um, the guy that's kind of the head of the culinary part overheard us talking. He's like, "Hold on, let me butt in here because we'll do this, this, this." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's awesome! You all have it got it under control." Yeah, it was sweet. Well, good luck. Thank you. Hopefully. Yeah. Wh- what day are you doing the game? Wednesday, March 18th, 6.30 p.m. Nice. During the play-in games. Cool. Is that the church? Isn't there like some Mexican restaurant? No, that is. No, you're thinking of Noche. Noche. It's a Mexican barbecue that's, spot. That's which we need list. to go and uh, investigate because I know my mm-hmm. wife's been there. I haven't. I haven't either. I don't think Jeremy's been there You're a big either. chicken wing fan? I love chicken wings. Get their chicken wings. Done. You've so, been there? Been there twice. So what are the chicken wings like? It's just a different different style. Like the bar the barbecue sauce is spicy. It's just a different I mean, way, different take. Yeah. The in the in the ranch that comes with it. It's all house, all all in house, so it's really good. All right, we're going there right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you all there. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> all right. Um you wanna wrap this up? Yeah, I I don't have anything else really like Sarah. Our next show. All right, let's throw out some predictions real quick. All right, let's see. Um, I'm going to predict. I bet Louisville and Florida State play for the ACC championship. I think Florida State gets them again. Okay. Florida State's got our number. We they got us this year. And then let's see. Two weeks from now, where will we be at in the tournament? Just starting. We we want to be the second week we'll, yet, so we'll, we'll be, pick up there. So what? Uh, we'll be after the first round in two weeks, I think. Okay. Well, then we'll pick up there. Is Duke on the opposite side? Yeah, I'd Duke have to, look have at to it. beat Florida State to play us. I think Duke and I, uh, Duke and Louisville, that's what we're going with. Mm-hmm. Showdown. I think I don't think I think Florida State's gonna gonna Louisville. fumble a little bit. I think yeah. So. All right. I have a non basketball um, prediction. Oh. You're gonna be able to buy a house in with toilet paper as the currency. <laughs> <laughs> now we're full circle. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's we'll see if we get to talk to everybody in two weeks. If we're all yeah still here. And it's not uh, I we, am legend we, out there. I'm not Will Smith running through the streets. <laughs> well, we can, we have the we're we're here together today, but we have the ability to do this remote. Sure, sure, yeah. 
Dustin and I watching tonight. Yes. It's a pandemic that I think they're zombies. Yeah. Yeah, they're zombies. They're sick. They're sick. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, It's a. a They're looking for the cure. Yeah, I'm not a zombie guy, but it's a pretty good movie. Carissa doesn't like it, but I like it. I'll check it out. Yeah. You'll get that joke. After well, you. there's an embarrassing number of movies that I haven't seen. I know. I'm always saying you gotta watch. I know. My wife Come on, man. me the other day. I've never seen Jeremy Maguire. Oh, she's. Yeah. Like, I, I know. You had me at love. Show, me, Show the me, money. me the money. I know. I know. I saw one in eighth grade when it came out. <laughs> I shouldn't. <laughs> I've never seen it. My bad. Yeah, it's a. It's a pretty good one. I'm, it's on the bucket. They showed Cuba Gooding Jr. at uh, this past season. He was at. A uh, a Cardinals game. They showed him at the game where the place lost. That's you know, awesome. That's the he was their wide receiver. Yep. In the movie, so uh, it's kind of funny. But uh, he was just there watching the game. They're like, I can't think of his name. But uh, Did they announce him as the. Dude? I don't remember. That's when they showed him sitting there. And everybody's cheering. It's like he didn't even play for you. <laughs> sure he did. But uh, it's yeah. like the, it's like one of those memories that's kind of foggy. Like yeah, he did. He, he was wide twelve hundred yards yeah. that one year. Jerry Maguire was his agent. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, uh, Thanks for SVT for coming out. Appreciate again. it. Yeah, thanks guys for having uh, friend, me. Friend of the show. Um, I like talking basketball with you. And, These shows uh, are great. This is fun. Anytime man. I'll be here. Y'all need me. I'm, I'm glad to be here and go cards. Hopefully yeah. you guys are talking next week with some good things to say <laughs> about us. News. Hell yeah. Go, go cards. Go cards. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Hey, check us out on social media at Talk About Town KY on Twitter and Facebook. Also, you can look us up on the web at TalkAboutTownKY.com. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are your friendly realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.